All right, Jimmy, you got to get We're good. All right. Welcome back, gentlemen. Underrated but confident. Season two. Come back right now. We're the herpes flare-up you never wanted, but we're here. So Yep. We're well, back, baby. We're back. We're back. It's been, a, it's been a long time. It's been a while. Um, we took a little bit of a hiatus. And when I say a hiatus, I mean one literally this time. Yep, uh, but we're back. Myself, Zach, Trace, Jimmy, what's good? I know we're stuck in a quarantine. Shit sucks right now, but we're making the most out of it. Trace, what have you been up to in this quarantine, bro? Oh, my. Well, it's been the exact same thing for the last month uh, every single day. Right. Uh, trying to get out and walk as much as I can around the neighborhood, eating out way too much. That's what you're watching. Oh, Trace. Trace, you don't. No. Are you getting quarantine buns and not telling us? Quarantine not, buns. Not the quarantine good, buns. Oh, my God. Not the good eating out. Let's just say not the good eating out. You don't. Six feet. You Six don't. feet, sir. Six um, feet. Yeah, I eat out like twice a day. Yeah, uh, a better sound than that though. But yeah, anyway, keep going. Uh, yeah. uh, God, that's it. I don't know. I mean, watching old games, trying to get any kind of sports fix. You know, the watching, watching whatever, and boring, boring, boring. Feel that, dude, right there with you. It sucks in no sports, man. It's like just yeah. like I didn't know ESPN Classic was going to be a thrill until like now. <laughs> yeah. I didn't, first of all, I didn't yeah. even know I still had that channel, and second of all. I've been watching it like crazy. So, Jimmy, what have you been up to, man? Just trying to figure out what day it is. Um, <laughs> doing a lot of twelve ounce curls, uh, eating everything in sight. Dude, yes. Uh, when I do do a workout, it's powered by Miller and Bud Light and Little Debbie cakes. Um, <laughs> no free ads. A lot of yep. <laughs> hashtag. Uh, yeah, a lot yeah, of throw that in there. <laughs> yeah, just attempting to finish my last year of school for a while and like my teachers are just like us they have no idea what the fuck's going on a lot of technical difficulties i don't know what the hell i'm doing i basically forgot everything um uh try to fit in my old shorts since it's you know springtime right so i tried on the shorts again fucking things wouldn't get over my ass so i had to order all new shorts so that's that was fun you gotta you got stop with them squats jimmy <laughs> i know right <laughs> That's you what I'm blaming it on. Yeah, well, you know, I was getting. We're gonna, getting we're gonna, we're gonna going. see Jimmy out there in like the biker spandex, just trying to show off his ass after yep, this. Just, ah, all right, here we go, boys. You ready for I this shit? Here we go. Yep. Yeah, buddy. Like he's about to race in Tour de France. <laughs> Tour de France with the quads in my butt. Yep, we good. Yep. He's like, I can't um, even wear them anymore. I can't wear normal it, pants. Yeah, I can't, dude. It. Just you know, the quad father over here. You know, my legs too damn big. <laughs> yeah. I love it, dude. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah, I've. I've uh, she can probably hear me. Oh well, done a few you know late night drinking binges and oh that's cool. I'm a buy it. Getting some rounds, yeah. Yep, you know just doing that kind of stuff, trying to survive. I just want to play golf. That's all Same. I want to do. Same. Play golf, go fishing, hang out with my boys in real life. Yeah. I've like played so much video games that I think I'm getting tired of them. But Dude, like, you know, ten years right? ago this is like dream, right? Like ten years ago, this would have been perfect. Just staying home all day, playing video games nonstop. But now it's like I'm I'm kind of burnt out on it. Like, Not going to school. Even if we never yeah. Anyway. yeah. Oh my <laughs> shit. I miss like going to school now. But yeah, yeah, that's about I, it. I missed the thrill of deciding where I was going to wake up and go to school. or kind of skip that day. I don't yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I miss that. I'm taking I'm taking a mental day. I'm taking a mental. Day. <laughs> I'm taking a mental day. <laughs> Now it feels like every day is a fucking mental day. Dude, oh, yeah. Every day. Yeah. 
<laughs> one note I will say, I love how everybody's going to be able to see my bar in the background. On this oh, I like it. Yep, I like this it. Yep. This like yep. <laughs> Very nice. Yes. Very nice. But you, one see you soon, buddy. We'll see you soon. <laughs> yep. It's like I did. I did have one good day. It, it was last week, I think. Fuck. I don't right. know. It was a nice sunny day. Had the dogs outside. They were all running around. Had my little speaker going and playing some music. Had a nice cigar, a couple beers. I don't remember when that was, but by God, that was fun. That was a good day. Yeah. Yeah. Name more of those, I guess. Hashtag freedom. <laughs> yeah, uh, quarantine freedom. <laughs> Even though I went to the back porch bar <laughs> instead of the, the yeah. kitchen bar. <laughs> yeah. I got the patio bar. I got the yep. bar. I got the bar cart. <laughs> yep, bar cart. <laughs> Couch bar, bar. Yep. Bed bar. I mean, we're ready. Lots, lots of bars. There you go. Lots of bars, man. You got to keep hopping. You got to dress up a little bit, make sure you feel good. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Wear a suit like you're at the club. I don't know. Are you in Vegas? Who knows? Chat, what you been up to, man? Well, I just woke up from a nap, started eating cookies, and started drinking a Red Bull. And uh, I think that just about sums up my whole quarantine, guys. guys, (laughs) This is this is literally the thing. We'll text him, and if we don't hear from him, we know he's taking a nap. And literally, I joked about this. He takes many vacations on his nap. Yeah, we're talking like six hour vacations. Yeah, we don't. I love a couple days. This one was just like two. Yeah, it's respectful. Yeah, yeah. yeah, respectful. I mean, it's solid nap, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Dude, it's, yeah. it's literally been the same thing for me. Like, literally, in quarantine, I've played so many video games, I'm tired of them. I drank so much that literally I'm just like, eh, you know, let's just go. Like, literally, the QT down the street, they know my name. They're like, oh, hey, Chase, you're back again. That's cool. Hey, how's it going? They're like, oh, no chips today? No no candy? What? You, uh, just, oh, just, oh, just, oh, just a 30 rack. Good for you, yeah, man. Just, just taking yeah. a light, man. I'm just yeah. getting beer. Just taking a light. Maybe have a light yeah. day. It's all a it light is. day. <laughs> it's a light day. <laughs> have a light day, you know? <laughs> Go sit out in the patio, look like an absolute buffoon. Everyone's, like, just having a good time. I'm there with my shirt off, like, hey. like urban dad oh, yeah, that's hanging out yep. on the patio. He's like, oh, how you doing, kids? Uh, yeah. <laughs> this patio hangs sponsored by Bud Light. No free ads. <laughs> But, oh, dude, it's just been, like, it's just been crazy. Like, I just don't know what to do, you know? You run out of things to do. Um, literally, I've watched every movie that I have, um, except for uh, – I still had the 47 meters down, like, case, but I, I, I ripped the DVD – like, the CD-ROM up and threw it yeah. in the trash. That's it's somewhere in Huntington. Cool. Yeah, it's somewhere in Huntington with the crackhead probably spooning with it. But, uh, anyway, um, yeah, so – not much you can do. I've found all these new shows on Netflix and binge watch them. Breeze Brothers. If you guys haven't seen it, gotta watch it. I watch it all. Yeah, I do want to watch that one, dude. I watch like all nine episodes and literally, I'm like, I think it was like eleven to like three thirty. It was great. Got up the next day at like eight, did all my conference calls, handled that, and I was like, huh, we're gonna have a day. We're gonna have a day. <laughs> it was a good time though, but it just you know. It's hard trying to find shit to do whenever you're quarantined and literally you're in a small surface area. Like with me, where I live alone, you know, you're like, mm, I wish I had some quarantine buns right now because this shit's getting <laughs> yeah. old. Or something, you know? Yeah, yeah, dude, it sucks. It sucks so much. But um, yeah, I mean, just trying to find stuff to do and just trying to be hopeful everything's going to get out. But, you know, good news is my brother and his wife are expecting and they just bought a house. So there you go. That's Woo. some good news. And we're That's moving on from there. Baby. Let's go. Trace, did you find All it? Right. Trace, did you find it insulting that Jimmy said he only had one good day throughout this, and it was not our birthday? Sorry, two. Oh, I didn't even Sorry. put that together. Sorry. He Ooh. came to our birthday Sorry. party and yeah, didn't. That birthday Damn party it. was. Yeah. We had, was we had, number had one. That was the best day. Birthday party. Yeah. 
as number one for the country. whole year, probably. Yeah. yeah. Actually, yeah. Honestly, yes. For probably. all of 2020, that was the greatest day of the year. I went to bed with that was just so much. Dude, fun. I went to bed with my socks on that night, so you know it was a good night. You like, know, oh, it was five, what was it like a five-hour Zoom call? Oh, yeah, nuts. Oh, it was a boozathon. It was after it. one o'clock yep. when I went to bed. It's a one thirty. Yep. All right, that was the I've been all year, probably. <laughs> I, I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> I ended up pretty hammered. I don't know how. Top five. It's top five. Yeah. So. Of the year, of the year, not yeah. all, awesome, but yeah, of the year. No, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. well, we're all missing sports, obviously, but we did get a nice little little bit of sports here recently with the old NFL draft. Uh, that's really the only live sports that's been out in months, I feel like, or at least a couple months, month and a half since the NBA ended and everything. And But, no, it, it, I mean, the draft, as far as the results of it goes, I, I think it went pretty much as expected. I mean, I think everybody knew – a lot of those picks, what they were going to be, two ended up going to the Dolphins. Some people thought they might draft Justin Herbert. I know Jimmy's pretty vocal on that one uh, in yep, our group text. He, yep. He's a Herbert fan. We'll get into that probably. Bear. And, uh, you know, of course, <laughs> Harry Bear, yeah. Of course, Joe Burrow going number one to the Bengals, you know, all that. Chase Young and all the all the guys. But what we were talking about before the show is talking about how the Packers mm-hmm. seem like they can never just draft a receiver. They, yeah, they nope. always find a way to screw up their draft, it seems like. So yep. I'm sure we'll hit on that too. But uh, Chase, we'll, I guess start with you about the draft. What, what were your thoughts about it? Did it go like you expected? Who won the draft? Who lost the draft? You know, et cetera, et cetera. Whatever you think. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, I expected Burrow to go number one. Obviously, he's a game changer for the Bengals. And, you know, them getting T. Higgins in the second round is an absolute steal. Uh, yeah. I, figured, I figured he would probably go top 15. Um, the fact that Henry Ruggs went before Jerry Judy and T. Higgins is kind of surprising. I'm not saying that he's bad. I'm just yeah. saying I, fi- I kind of moved him towards the, in the 20 range. I figured he would probably be 20 to uh, 32. I figured but he would go early 20s, uh, yeah. right around there. But um, two to the Dolphins, that was that was the writing on the wall. I figured that. Um, everybody figured that they were going to take Herbert as a surprise. But uh, I just think the intangibles and the, the – you know, the ability to win and win championships and everything for Tua. Yeah, the injury is there. Uh, I get that. But, he, again, guys, he only missed four games with Alabama, and it was three of them were worth the hip. One was, you know, a game that didn't really matter. It was, like, against, like, Western Carolina. So, you know, that's that's yeah, what I ran right me or whatever it was. It didn't really matter. But, um, you know, and then Herbert. Herbert's a great quarterback. It's just SEC versus Pac-12, SEC all day. That's just how it is. Yeah. I'm sorry. Oh, it's yeah. just oh, like, yeah. SEC is the mini NFL factory. It really yeah. is. Um, my Panthers decided to draft all defense, no offense. <laughs> they said, you know what? We got McCaffrey, man. We're just going to sign him to a, like a super, super extension. They got Robbie Anderson, which is a nice home run threat, and kept Curtis Samuel and you know, DJ Moore and all that. But it's just like you could have got another offensive weapon in there, or at least tried to, right? And the thing is, is – they're, they have more holes in their secondary than the porno. So, it's. I mean, I get it. I get it. And then they want to clear up the defensive line and get, you know, run pressure and pass, uh, pass rush and whatnot. So, I understand that. They got an A-, minus, so I'll, I'll live with it. I'll take it. You know, I got the Panther stuff on. I'm still supporting him. If I cut these sleeves off, I am Matt Rule himself. I just have that, yep. you know, that best. So, uh, but, you know, surprisingly to me, um, uh, San Diego had a really good draft. I say the New York Jets had a really good draft. I was surprised by them. Um, with some of the picks they made. Raiders did really well. Uh, Miami kind of surprised me. They really uh, jumped out there. 
Um, shout out to the Patriots for taking Justin Rohrwasher from Marshall, the kicker. And yes, um, Titans taking uh, Chris Jackson the Patriots from Marshall, so that's cool. But uh, overall, the Patriots had a very underwhelming draft. I saw that. Um, Buccaneers did okay. I think they added a nice little piece for Tom Brady to get some extra protection. I get that. So um, kind of crazy he's with the Buccaneers. I, I can't really wrap my head around it. And now yeah. that now that Jameis Winston's expected to sign a one-year deal with the Saints, I'm kind of like, you know, what the hell's going on here? <laughs> um, so it, I don't know. It's, the draft was really good. I watched all, you know, all seven rounds. So I just think, you know, everybody, everybody in their own mind – and their own team believes that they were winners. Uh, but it clearly stands out who was. Like I said, my Panthers took all defense. And my mindset that whole time was just like, what are y'all doing? Like, can we get just like one offensive threat? Just another just another one to wrap around with Teddy Bridgewater. I hate even saying it because I miss Cam so much. But yeah. it's like, you know, the fact is they, they decided to go another direction. I hope Cam gets signed because he deserves it. Uh, former mm-hmm. MVP got less to a Super Bowl. But, yep. uh, you know, teams – Pretty, did a pretty good job in the draft, but some of them stood out more than the others. Then there was the other ones here. You're like, eh, y'all playing on sucking and, tra- and just, you know, going ahead and playing it for Trevor Lawrence. Because, I mean, if you want to, go ahead, boy, because you never know you're going to get number one. You just never yeah. know. Yeah. But overall, I enjoyed the draft. I thought it was great. And um, the insight was nice. Um, sad to see Todd McShay wasn't there because of coronavirus, but, you know, because he adds that extra yeah. flair with him and Mel Kiper going back and forth. But he's in pieces. Overall, fifty-five billion viewers over the those couple uh, those few days. So, kind of cool. Like the most viewed draft of all time. Yeah, most viewed draft of all time. And then seeing Roger Goodell in a T-shirt was kind of funny. And eating M and M. Seeing him and just chill it, for yeah, sitting in recliner. It's like, what are you doing? Like, old man River over here. I love it. It was good. Good draft. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it was just we needed something to look forward to and to watch that was actually live. <laughs> yeah, and that that oh, filled yeah. the filled the void pretty well. I'd say for sure. Yeah. Uh, but Jimmy, what do you think about the draft? Uh, if you want to touch on that, Justin Herbert versus Tua debate a little more, or whatever you think, just lay it all out there, brother. I, I was like a kid on Christmas on draft day, finally having like live sports in like what was it, forty two, forty three days or something like that. Yeah. So that was that was just a lot of fun and a, just pure joy knowing that it's here. And I had like I felt like a full on, I don't even know what to call it, but hard on. Hard on, pretty much, yeah. Hard on, you know, yeah, yeah. We'll call it a hard on, or hurt on, if you want. Yeah, hurt hurt on. on. Yep, Yep. had a hurt on all day for it, and then like I, my little setup was had the Pat McAfee show, uh, Super Draft Special on my laptop, and then ESPN on the TV. So felt like a real football nerd, and man, it just made me so happy. Um, you know, the the picks were good overall. It just, in my personal opinion, you guys know me quarterbacks i am a just don't ask my opinion because <laughs> apparently i'm a huge dumbass when it comes to quarterbacks but i i just am superstitious i guess and just thinking that uh, the the injury prone and the type of injuries to has had is a little too sketchy for me to pick him so early like i knew he was going to go first round but picking yeah. him the third pick to me just is, is sketchy um i do love herbert i know i'm a homer for being an oregon fan also and I think he's pretty good, but the competition, yes, that he faced wasn't as talented as the SEC, but still, uh, you know, pretty good. And he can throw like a what was it, eighty yards, flat-footed. Well, okay, it might be an exaggeration, eighty yards, but he can throw a bomb, <laughs> like sixty to eighty-yard bomb, flat-footed, and everything. So he has incredible arm talent. They both 
have great arm talent. They are both accurate. They are both smart. They are both athletic. Um, Tua does fit well with the Dolphins, though. They'll learn a lot from Fitzmagic, and in their system, they'll probably work well. Herbert fits well in L.A. He's got the flow, and he's tall and handsome and all that stuff, so he'll fit in real well in L.A. And uh, as Ty- learning under Tyrod Taylor, which I, in my opinion, too, I think Tyrod should start Herbert sit for a year yeah. and then go from there. Unless Tyrod, God forbid, he gets hurt, then obviously, right. you know, take it in from there. I think the Steelers Gosh, had a good draft. I think draft. Jimmy wants to have sex with Herbert. I like Herbert, all right? <laughs> all right anyways, uh, I think the Steelers had a good draft. I was happy with their picks. Coldplay is a huge, huge kid. Um, I think having like him. Coldplay? That's a great band, by the way. It's Claypool, did, but okay. I did, I did say Coldplay. I'm done. Clocks yeah. is a banger, bro. <laughs> Damn it! He's like, he's like, I'll tell you what, man. Viva La Vida, Stan, right here. Yeah, Viva La Vida. Yep. I All right, I'm sticking to it. I'm, just, I'm not. Even, nope, not going back. Forward. We're just moving on. Keep moving, moving Jim. Run the beer. I'm running the beer. So yeah, I think that was a good pick. You and Bono. Play with with him and another big receiver that they could put at tight end and the slot or out wide. And right. overall, they improved, I think, all around the board. Ben, hopefully, staying healthy, getting fat. Again, I like yeah, fat sure. Ben better than skinny Ben. This is just me. They take a running back in the fourth round, too. Yep, it is. Yeah. Um, I, which I do like. I know I love Connor. I love Connor a lot, but he has also been injury prone for right. like, the worst type of injuries for a running back, you know? Yeah. And, um, but what does scare me is the Ravens. I feel like they got a lot mm. better. They got the so Browns better. got a lot better. I cannot believe they got J.K. Dobbins. That's yeah. Just, and Mark Ingram, too. Oh, yeah. man. That's a two-headed monster. You yeah. don't. Yeah. I, I really yeah. wanted Dobbins, but, you know, I, I respect it. And I do think, again, being a homer, the AFC North is the toughest, the toughest division of football. But now I think it's just going to be even tougher because yeah. I think every single team improved, but yeah. the Browns and the Ravens especially drastically improved because right. of the draft. And I mean, there's still some good players in free agency. Like so there's some deal, or there's some damn good wide receiver, veteran wide receivers still up for grabs. Cam is still up for grabs. I know yeah. he wants a starting position um, when the Patriots are the favorite, so I wouldn't be surprised to see him go there. Nice. But draft-wise, it was just it was great to have actual live sports for once. So it was it was a lot of fun, a lot of fun, and definitely seeing going from the Bengals head coach his little setup to Cliff Kingsbury uh, setup. Jesus, <laughs> the, best, the best thing on Twitter that I saw was whenever they said, "What does Cliff Kingsbury look like he does for a living?" And somebody put cocaine. Cocaine. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I love that. Too, I was like, dude, what are you in Arizona or like are you in Flo- like Miami right now? Like, where are you? Oh, and then it was like like somewhere in like something Valley, Arizona. I was like, bro, yeah. So I was like, That's no, not dude, <laughs> On my screen, your body is about three inches, but your windows are about fourteen feet. Oh yeah! You know, so like, oh, come yeah. on now. And you know oh. he's got the baddest biddies running around there too. Yeah, and his wife. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 a whole oh, sex thing going on there. We'll get into that later with Dennis Rodman. Don't worry about that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we're saving that for later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that was just me. Okay, can I just say something real quick? Palmer Lecter still has her fastball. Jesus Christ! Oh, you're right. 
No disagreements. Well, I was sweating in my recliner last night. I'm going to tell you that. Amen, right. brother. Yep, yep, yep. And I yep. tell you what, I had a hot rocket all the way to the ceiling. Oh, there we go. So, so chat, what do you think about the draft? How your how you think your squad did? Are you happy with it? Just what do you think about any of those other storylines we were talking about there? Just kind of lay it all out there. Uh, so I thought the beginning was to be expected. Uh, first three picks that that was, that was easy. Yeah, Burrow, Burrow, Young, and Okuda. That that was one, two, three the entire time, unless the picks got traded. Right. But that 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 was yeah. Like the I was surprised time. there was like no trades. Sorry, yeah. So apparently nobody even inquired of the Lions, which was weird because apparently the Lions were talking about moving down. But and didn't they want hmm. to trade? The, them and the yeah. Giants both did. Them and the yeah. Giants, three and four, wanted to trade with them. It's a weird spot because cornerback normally isn't that high of a pick. So mm-hmm. like, I think the Lions yeah. even felt kind of weird taking a guy like Kuro to that high, but. At, Hey, the, he's going to be a lockdown quarterback now, so I feel like anyways. I feel like the dude's about as surefire as you can get at that position. Uh, the, the two and Herbert thing, I was I was two the entire way because, like, I, this is going to be an unpopular opinion. If two has stayed healthy, two is better than Burrow. Yeah. <laughs> two is yeah. the number one pick. Yeah, you're yeah, more proven than Burrow. I agree. Two, to me, was easily the best quarterback in that draft. I'm not even talking like it's close. Like, I as far as talent, I had Tua, and then like three blank spots, and then everybody else. Tua, Tua, Tua's <laughs> accuracy is literally insane. It, it you don't you don't see that. So as long as he can stay healthy, and I'm not one of those people who gets tubing out of shape with that kind of stuff because that I feel like that's a very very pessimistic outlook. You want to feel like a guy's going to be healthy, and that's how I try to evaluate those guys. Like if they're healthy. Unless they're unless they've just played barely any at all, like right. if you get these guys who have only played three games over three years because both their legs fucking fell off, uh, <laughs> then you know what you can probably just assume that they're going to be hurt forever. But I, I thought that was an easy pick. I, no, no disrespect to Herbert, does it? The talent level to me, there's a big gap. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. particularly for teams that you know. Regardless of which one they took, the Dolphins are the goal is probably to sit them for a year. Sure. Uh, they, they got Fitzpatrick, they signed him. I think they signed Fitzpatrick for two years actually. But they did. They did. It was, yeah. yeah. So regardless, you have but let them sit down for even if it's just half of a year. Uh, two it gives you a chance to get fully healthy for the first time in a while. I think is a big problem because you know ankles yeah. and stuff like that. That does take a while to heal. As much as players like to act like you know you can get back out there, and it affects the rest of your body. So. He'll get truly healthy, and I think too will end up being a really good pick. Shout, I, out, to, shout out to Jalen Hurts, second round. Yes, my yes. guy. That was a shocker. I love it. I love it. And apparently, Philly's going <laughs> two-headed yeah. two-headed monster on the quarterback. Ooh, good shit. That, I'm glad you mentioned Jalen because that that brings me up to the, the to me the biggest surprise was the Packers trading back in to get Jordan Love. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, so, right. I, right. I don't, I don't Running Aaron Rodgers out of town. I don't hate the pick as much as you all do. We talked about this. I don't hate the pick as much as a lot of people do. I get what the Packers are thinking. They're thinking Aaron Rodgers is old. <laughs> Let's uh, see Aaron Rodgers uh, is, old. is he though? He is. Yes. Sport, he's thirty six. Thirty six. Professional sports wise, yeah. yeah, yeah. Thirty six is yeah. basically a ninety eight in the NFL. Right? I get that. Then like, Tom Brady's two hundred plus. Yeah, plus, exactly. But no, like, you see, you guys want to talk about injury backgrounds too. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers okay, adds yeah. up. 
Yeah, but if, if Aaron, Aaron Rodgers, Rodgers right had, now, Aaron Rodgers screwed up his left shoulder. Aaron Rodgers has screwed up his right shoulder. Aaron Rodgers has broken Colin fingers. Burns. He's broken wrists. Yeah. He's broken hands. It, it, yeah. Eventually, yeah. It, this. Eventually, you need an heir apparent, and you don't want to end up like the Patriots right now, because the, the Patriots, it, except for Garoppolo, they had Garoppolo, and then they ended up having to give up Garoppolo because it went on for so long. But you keep expecting these guys to come back every single year. Right. What happens when they don't? Like, well, well, but what about what about the what if Rogers plays? Let's just say he stays healthy and he plays five more high quality years of being like a top five quarterback. I mean, is Jordan Love really going to be able to sit there for five years and just wait? Yeah, though? he's going to sit down. Rogers sat for four. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No. no. Right. Then then but you have a situation if, like the Patriots grappling. Right? Yeah, it was like right. but the if other thing, five, like if with, you get five more years out of Aaron Rodgers, they will take five more years out of Aaron Rodgers. Better they will believe take five more years of being Super Bowl. But will Rodgers want but, to stay there for five more years? No. But then that pick would be for nothing the because they'd too. probably just have to trade Jordan Love because they won't be able to play. Like yeah, he'll want out of there. It's either that or they're going to trade Rodgers because Rodgers is going to be so pissed off. Dude, this is going to be this is going to be ugly. No matter yeah. the way you look at it, they like, took, they he, traded up to get a quarterback. They could have got yeah, Jordan Love. Not a fucking wide receiver, which they needed. Yeah, they, they needed, needed a big-time target. Dude, he Higgins he was, was sitting right there on a platter. said, here. Yep. Take and me. in my opinion, Love take wasn't going to go anywhere in the second round. Dude, Jordan Love, yeah. they could have traded up and got him in the second round, and it would have been fine. It would have been yeah, no that's, problem. That's just me, but you guys know me and quarterbacks. Yeah. <laughs> and I thought, the Patriots, I thought the Patriots were going to take up, but nope, didn't happen. Here's my other thing with that, though. The, the top four receivers were gone. I. No disrespect to T. Higgins, but yeah, the, the top four is Ruggs, Judy, uh, CD, and uh, Jefferson. Yeah, yeah. Th- those were the yeah. top four receivers. Easy. Those are the four Easy. receivers everybody loved. Those are the four receivers everybody juggled as their top four. Personally, yeah. I had CD and Jefferson as my top two receivers. Performed, yeah, yeah. I I, I love Jefferson in college. His hands oh, are yeah. amazing. I I, I love that guy. Goat status. They were all gone. So you're the Packers there, and you need a receiver. And T. Higgins is good, but. T. Higgins was expected to be a second-round pick. But, right. Well, like, the only thing I'll say about T. Higgins is if Trevor Lawrence didn't have him, there's no national championship. I'm sorry. Yeah. Higgins was a big-time – That's his point-blank facts. Big-time target for coaching. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Just You need a quarterback. I, personally, my biggest question with it is I like Jalen Hurts better than I like Jordan Love. Me so, too. Oh, Me too. Yeah, that's what I, I think. It's like if you're going to pick a quarterback, I you know. I love Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts is one the of the best. best. Jalen Hurts. And the but, way uh, – I get it, though. When the way they switched two out for – I get it. But still, he went to Oklahoma and he balled the fuck out. Oh, yeah. Also going or to the – back to the, 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 the Packers thing was – Whenever they drafted Rodgers, Favre was on his way out. So you yeah. know that was I've, I've heard of that argument a whole bunch. It's like where yeah. Favre yeah. was like, well, why are you Rodgers isn't on his way out yet? Yeah, it's like well, why are you getting the quarterback? I still got years to play. It's like yeah, but you're no. You said you wanted to retire a couple times, and you know you're iffy now. Now all of a sudden you want to, or since we drafted a quarterback, you want to be good, or you want to you want to stay or whatever. And Rodgers did sit for four years, which under Favre, which probably helped his career tremendously. Right. And that's possible what Love is going to do, and will understand and get under Rodgers. Yes, he learned. So, from I the mean, there's, there's and probably, the himself, Brett Favre. Yes. Yep. And then you know, <laughs> Chat's probably the super genius here, while all three of us are way overthinking it. And then Chat <laughs> in four years is going to be like, "I told you, fuckers." He's going to laugh at me. us. Yeah. yeah. I'm not. Well, I'm not listening to Jimmy anymore on quarterback shit. Hell no, never again. <laughs> Just never again. He texts me. Yeah. He's like, he's like, yeah, I was wrong. I was like. 
<laughs> yeah, no shit, you were wrong. <laughs> so you know what I'm talking about. And then I had to think yeah. for a second. I'm like, ah, oh, Will Greer, that guy. Yep. Yeah. The whole, yeah. Let's Just not. trade him away. Trade him somewhere yeah. else. Yep. Give me, give me, uh, <clears throat> give me Jake Fromm. Trade yeah, him for Jake Fromm. <laughs> give me that right. game manager motherfucker up from Buffalo. Let's go. I'll oh, take boy. it. I'll take Sorry, it. Sorry, Chad. No, you're good. Yeah, I, I get it. I, I got the Packers selection because I, like, I, I didn't. I'm gonna be honest. I didn't really know who Jordan Love was until like I had no idea. Yeah, until <laughs> like <laughs> until about like six weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I never really watched him, but I have seen how almost every single scout says that he has one of the strongest arms in the draft, if not he has, if not the strongest arm. He is one of the quickest, if not the quickest, quarterback in the entire draft as well. Mm-hmm. So. Everybody says the exact same thing that he just needs to learn how to play the position. He led the FBS in turnovers last year and interceptions last year. Obviously, he needs to learn. Um, the Packers are pretty good at that, except for Brett Hundley, because Brett they, apparently nobody could ever teach Brett Hundley to play fucking football. <laughs> no, Brett Hundley played football in the sense that he was just faster than everybody else in the field and he could outrun everybody. And then he actually had to learn how to play whenever he wasn't as fast as everybody else and yeah. know, he never could. But so I, I probably wouldn't have gone with Love if you're going to trade up for a quarterback. Then I, I probably would have preferred. I would have preferred Hurts. But whenever they traded in, I assumed that's what was coming because there there was no good receivers left except for you know Higgins, which you wouldn't have traded up into the first round to get Higgins. I I saw it coming. Everybody mocked Love earlier than that. I, I had seen mocks where Love was going in the top ten. Uh. But it, I was such a weird one. I loved the Browns draft. You asked me about that. I loved that. They finally got a left tackle. Yeah, even they had though, a really good draft. Really good draft. Even though Wills has never played left tackle, I'm going to call him a left tackle anyway. Because <laughs> uh, that's where he's going to be. He's yeah. Only ever played on the right side, but I loved Wills. I loved Wills in college. I, the dude just yeah. never made any mistakes. The, and then Grant Dilpa, one side. Man. I told you, Grant Dilpa, if he plays the way he plays, that's a steal. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I loved Delper. I loved him in college. He had a rough year, but he was hurt. Happens, man. Uh, it happens. He, he had a bum ankle. He had a high ankle sprain. And, you know, it, in the grand scheme of things, if you're trying to seal the hole in a running back and you have one bum wheel and they have two good wheels, they're probably going to get you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're going to get you more times than not. And that's going to happen to Delper. And yeah. he's, he's alluded to as much. He's, he's understood. But. So I hear all the time, this dude can't tackle, this dude can't tackle, this dude can't tackle. It wasn't an injury. In the championship game, he had 11 tackle opportunities, and he got all 11. So, <laughs> 11 for 11, bro. He has a stat. Yeah. 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 He, he, got, he got 11 tackles and didn't miss one. Uh, it, I think he did okay for himself when it really mattered. That, and that was the longest gap of the season for him. That was the longest break that he had to get some semblance of healthy and it turns out it worked. So yeah, I think it'll be all right. I love the defensive tackle we got in the third round. I, the Harrison Bryant one, I know Harrison Bryant has a pedigree and I know that dude's name was getting tossed around a whole lot, but why can't we just take a tight end that can block? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And he went to FAU and I can't stand FAU. Pretty awesome. <laughs> and the crazy thing is, is he, he's one of the only non power five schools. Like guy from like one non power five guy from that non power five school to win the the best tight end award. Yeah, mm-hmm. in yeah. The last five years in the last five years. So you think about it. I mean, yeah, you get a guy who's an offensive threat too, but he also played offensive line and defensive line in high school. So the blocking's there. It's just you gotta kind of 
wiggle around. Yeah. Sword. 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 Yeah. There's yeah. a reason he wasn't playing offensive line in college. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, I get it. But still, yeah, yeah he's so, a beefy, he's a beefy dude. But he, he'll, he'll be all right. He's a he'll big be boy. Right. He'll be That's all right. he spent like 59 percent of his snaps actually out of the slot. Yeah. So right. that'll probably be something they do in Stefanski's offense. So I'm really looking forward to that. But you now have Hooper and Joku and uh, Bryant, and the mm-hmm. best blocker out of all of them is probably Hooper, and he doesn't do exactly get good reviews for his blocking. <laughs> right. Uh, so I figure, shit, the Browns are like two fucking receivers right now outside of Landry and Beckham. They got... Outside of Landry and Beckham, they didn't have a receiver with more than 12 catches last year. Right. That's on the roster still. Yeah, hopefully, you know, they might be losing OBJ. You don't know. That, yeah, that shit's fake. No, they're not <laughs> trading OBJ. There's no point in trading OBJ right now. That that makes zero yeah. sense. Yeah, but it's the Browns, bro. They yeah. do stupid shit all the time. <laughs> I, I don't know how many times the team has to say, we're not doing this, we're not doing this, we're not doing this, we're not doing this. Yeah. Before somebody's like, okay, well, maybe they're not doing it. <laughs> well, yeah, they probably are doing it now. I until the, they came out, until the 69th time, nice. <laughs> yeah. I saw that they came out. They were literally issuing statements. They were not doing it. The Vikings issued a statement that they never had contact with them about an Odell Beckham trade. And Roto World put out a blurb it's like, maybe they're telling the truth. I'm fucking maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no shit. <laughs> Both teams told you they weren't. What more do you need? <laughs> right. You never know. You, you need some like mystery third source that tells you, hey, they're telling the truth. Hey, what, what 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 do you need? <laughs> But Dude, that would, that would help. There's, it wouldn't make any sense to trade him right now. This is as lowest his value it's ever been. They, they gave up. They gave up a first round pick and Jarrell Peppers for him. But it, 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 scouts really seem to think they're going to trade him for a second round pick and a fifth round pick right now. That that this isn't the situation with Antonio Brown. No offense, whenever Antonio Brown's stock just kept plummeting, and they yep. had to get something out of it. Like Odell Beckham still had a thousand yards last year. He's still he's still fine. His worst year ever. He ended up with a thousand yards. I think he'll be yeah. okay. Yeah, the whole Brown situation is just still unbelievable. I'm just a waste yeah. of talent. I, I did see Odell Beckham's rant on Twitter about them using the kicking net thing. You guys like my Chris yeah, Paul yeah, there. That, that was kind of funny. Like, I, oh boy. love it. I would just like to end this rant with fuck the Ravens. Yep, hate him. Agreed. Hate him. Listen, agreed. I have a bone to pick with Marty Herney and Matt Rule. Two things: one, fuck you for trading Cam. Sorry, or releasing him. Fuck you. And then two, Teddy Bridgewater. You you think injury? You say injury was the Cam's biggest problem? The motherfucker has had two almost career-ending knee surgeries. Yeah. From the same injury. Exactly. So you better uh, hope to God, Matt Rule, that you turn uh, Carolina around, or else you're gonna be gone in two years, pal. Just saying, quickly. quickly. And then this whole thing—they're turning half the stadium, cutting half the seats out because of the soccer team, which is cool. It brings in revenue, but fuck you—it's an NFL franchise. Okay, Tepper. I know you came from Pittsburgh. I know you're used to winning, but bro. Come on, come on. <laughs> cutting the head of the snake here. Fuck cutting, David Gettleman, too. You're, Fuck yeah, David Gettleman. Oh, oh yeah, dude. He, he, I'm, glad, I, I'm glad we shipped his ass to the fucking Giants. But Marty Herney, his dumb ass couldn't even remember the last time he took a shit. Last last time he took a shit, he's probably like, oh, damn, I got a... Uh. What, what, was our, what was our running back's name? I know he's a stud, but what's his, what's his name? <laughs> the, guy can't, the guy can't find his ass from the hole in the ground. And now he's just like... 
they're just sitting there like, yep, Teddy Bridgewater is better than Cam Newton. Really? Yes, I know Cam Newton's been hurt, but at the same time, he to a Super Bowl. He's a former MVP. He led to an undefeated season until that fucking fluke of a to where he took five straight headshots from the Denver Broncos defense and not a single one of them was called because Peyton Manning was on the other side. So I had to let the sheriff get the fucking last, last laugh. I mean, his big ass forehead. <laughs> it is. It is, is it, I, I'm sorry, but like, you can't just sit here and say, you know, yes, Cam's been dealing with the same injury. I get it. Yes, I understand. Cam, Cam has been hurt the last couple years. And it's been like when he's been hurt. Yeah, I get it. Like he's not up to performance. He's not doing what he should be. But you're telling me that Teddy Bridgewater is better than Cam Newton? Fuck out of here. I, I think last year Cam was healthy. He just didn't want to play. Yeah, he just didn't want to play. I mean, I wouldn't say he didn't want to play. I think the the whole foot thing was the problem. I don't think it was his shoulder. I think it was his foot. I yeah. think I think he went into the season not fully 110 percent healthy like he should have been. Like mentally and, healthier, I think. Yeah, and, and, mentally lost, healthy. Like, and then you know, Ron, for football. And then shout out to Ron Rivera. I know, like, yeah, he went to Washington and he was trying to do everything for Cam, but it was kind of like halfway in, halfway out. So he was kind of like whatever. But then they just come in here and they're just like, yeah, Teddy Bridgewater. That's our answer. Are you fucking kidding me? Really? Come on. Like, there was, there's something that Cam I think that Cam, Cam upper management. Weren't getting along, so Cam basically Mar- like, Marty Herney. Yeah, That's why going. they were not getting along. It was Marty fucking Herney, just yeah. because he couldn't take Cam's bold personality because he was outspoken. And he told, said it was on his mind. He's done that since college. Shut the hell up. Keep him. We're probably gonna win more Move games. Yeah. Jerry yeah. Jerry Krause situation. Jerry Krause situation. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect Which, transition. Perfect uh, transition. Look how I did that. Look yeah. how I did that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck out of here. Fuck out of here, Marty Herney and Jerry yeah. Krause. Or, I mean, Jerry or, or, sorry, Jerry Christ Crowd dead. Can't defend right, himself. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. RIP. But again, probably the stupidest one of, if not the stupidest general managers in all of sports history. Dude. Just Boat yeah, Boat like, dude. I had no idea this was going on until you know the last dance was coming out, and you know episodes one and two were last week, three and four were yesterday Sunday, because right. today's Monday. There you go. Found it yeah, out. There we go. Hey, Monday. <laughs> let's go. We got it. I figured it out. Thank you. Good boy. Jimmy knows his days. Yep. You guys couldn't see, but he was like counting on his fingers throughout the entire <laughs> process. I'll blow this to YouTube. Yeah, you'll see my dumbass trying <laughs> to figure out what day is going on. Oh, Lord. Anyways, the most anticipated documentary of the year, possibly sports wide or sports wise. Was the last dance, and every single time an episode ends, I, I just I just want more. I just want to yep. binge the entire thing and just learn more about the whole story of Michael Jordan, not only Jordan, of all of the Bulls franchise and what happened behind closed doors. And that's the part that, in my opinion, is the best. Is just the whole aspect view. It's not just about Jordan and following him from step to step to step. It's the entire fucking team point of view and that's what I think is a lot of fun chat I know you haven't seen it yet but so I'm trying to golf is golf yep golf is golf there you go the classic (laughs) (laughs) throw it back golf is golf (laughs) yeah I think it's but I think the last dance has just been phenomenal and just feels like a damn year is a week and you know it's gonna be forever till the next episodes roll around so I just I can't wait for it though. I'm so excited for episodes what five and six. Yeah, five and six. Yeah. So 
Trace, for, for, for clarification for anybody who's listening, I'm not not watching it. I'm waiting till it's all out. Don't judge me. Mm-hmm. He's waiting to binge it. Waiting for all these spoilers to come out. Yeah, he's, he's waiting to binge it all at one time yep. instead of... Yeah, I get it. But I, get it. I did see on ESPN, Netflix said they're releasing The Last Dance. Oh, shoot. Out. Oh, never mind. That's outside the U.S. I had to read. <clears throat> Sorry. Uh, so it doesn't matter. Anyways, Trace, what are your thoughts? We have to go outside to watch? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. I was going to say, what is going on Hold here? On. My I TV's got, not there. I got a, I got a hot take. I got a hot take. Let me find it. Just kidding. Never mind. That's my life, man. Golden Road Brewing. No free ads. Mango cart. Even that's, though they're not. life as a quarantine thoughts. Reporter. Quarantine. Okay, did you ask yeah. me? How it was? Yes. Last okay. okay. Bet. I'm on it. All bet. right. So, <laughs> so the first four episodes have been absolutely phenomenal. I think. I mean, I think it's just extremely captivating and compelling television to see some of this stuff that you never knew existed. Some of the behind the scenes exchanges and how I'm not. I'm not going to get into too many details because I don't want to spoil it for chat or anything. But I mean, it's been so so great to see some of this stuff and see the some of the turmoil and how the fact that they they seemingly wanted to break up a dynasty that could have gone on longer. uh, It's just pretty mind blowing. I think it's really good for the fact that a lot of, let's be honest, a lot of teenagers and got people that are younger than that. Haven't don't have a clue about Michael Jordan or the bulls. So it's good to educate some of these people because obviously, you know, we're in the age where we might have caught the very, very, very end of his career, but I never saw him live with the Bulls play because I was like five. Mm-hmm. So, but I mean, I know I've done enough research and watching enough stuff on him to know the guys, in my opinion, the best of all time. And I think this could help solidify that with some younger fans that haven't really seen him or haven't really watched any of his old stuff or didn't really know what he was about. But you know what he's about if you watch these documentaries, and he's about greatness. Period. Greatness, yeah. and it's it's been awesome. I can't wait for the next two episodes. The the, the last two from the previous night were really good. Uh, anytime they talk about that bad boy piss and stuff with the Bulls, it's just awesome, awesome yeah. stuff. So I'm looking forward to it, and I, I yeah can't wait. Bart Scott, Bart Scott, baby, can't wait. Yeah, Chase, can't wait. Chase. What? Your thoughts? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we talked about it last night, like, while we were getting the breakdown and everything. I mean, dude, like, all four episodes, it's just, I sit there and I'm like, you know, I would binge watch the shit out of these if they just did them all at one time. Yep. Just, just put them on ESPN. Put it, start at, like, 4 o'clock and just let it roll, you know? Just let it just let it roll. And I guarantee you everybody's going to watch it. You're still going to have the views. No one's going no one's going to get away from that TV other than to go get a beer or food or whatever it is. That's just point blank fact. Um, but it was kind of cool to see like how um, how Jordan was as um, how Jordan was as a player, an individual on and off the court. How he was with his teammates, um, and how he pretty much was just you know basically saying you know stack stack the defense against me. I'm still going to win. Like that's that's so badass, dude. Like just sit there and like I have that winner's mentality. It's like it's basically saying like you might be an all star standing in front of me and guard me like somebody with Scotty Pippen, but fuck you, I'm still going to win. You know, yeah, that's I'm basically what and you know we had a debate last night um talk about Jordan and LeBron. We'll get into that here in a few, but like back in then it was you know magic and 
Larry were, were the top two dogs, and then Jordan finally got the one, and he felt like he was in the same category as that. It's just like, well, you know, just wait a few minutes. Get get those next two, then it's going to be the same thing. But it's, you know, the crazy thing is, is they're just going to sit there. It's always going to be Jordan, LeBron, Jordan, LeBron, and then you have Kobe in the mix. Like, RIP to Kobe, but, like, you're a distant third, my dog. That's, that's just how it is, you know. Um, but Jordan, LeBron, you, you know, like I said, we'll get into it here in a little bit. But um, what what a show, though. What a 30 for 30. I mean, it's been unreal. It, yeah. I enjoy it. And then, um, you know, RIP to him. I mean, no disrespect, but Jerry Krause ruined that franchise, period. Yeah, 100%. Like, I, I just don't understand how you possibly have the greatest franchise of all time in all of sports. Yeah, and the and best coach, one too. Like, dismantling. Dude, yeah. Phil, Phil Jackson tripped acid. And then went, was, went, while he was playing professional yeah, basketball, he's <laughs> yeah. now he's got a Zen guard with a little mini hoe in it. What a legend! Like I had no <laughs> idea he went from professional NBA player to random coach in the middle of nowhere. And, 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 yeah, to, dude, like Puerto Rico or something, or like yeah. I don't, I don't even know where yeah. he was at. It comes back to the U.S. and yeah. then gets a random phone call. And was like, "Hey, do you want to be assistant coach for the Chicago Bulls?" Right, he'll do it. And then ends up taking over the head coaching job. And yep. then has this god tier like run, and then Jerry Krause comes in and says, "Nah, you're yeah. done. This yeah. is your last year, no matter what." And, dude, and the crazy thing is, is like he's like he's won championships in everywhere he's been. Like when he was in, when he was in the uh, ABL, all that good stuff. When he was over in Puerto Rico or wherever he was, he won a championship there. And he gets to the NBA and he dominates. And it's like the same thing. And you know that man was definitely smoking the devil's lettuce up there in the United Center office, just like, "Hey, what are we gonna do? <laughs> what are we gonna do?" All right. And well, then I had no crazy. idea too that they were doing like yoga at the beginning of the practices. Like he was yeah. leading yeah. the team in yeah. Namaste yoga, you know, just yes. getting the team right. Yes. Which I, you know, I think is pretty cool. Not gonna lie. I would. I, I tell you what, Phil definitely does coke. He does, he smokes all the ganja. Yeah, I mean, you guys don't pass it. I mean, what? Hey. what he was, he anyway, 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 played. He went and played on acid. What a guy. Yeah. What? A, I mean, I don't condone doing acid, but what a guy. But yeah, he's he's a he's a complete and utter beast, just like Dennis Rodman is a complete and utter animal. Dude, he won two championships as a player. He won multiple as a coach. I mean, dude, it's crazy. What I didn't was he have thirteen team. titles? Something like that. I, I think it's like thirteen or fourteen, right around there. But like, holy crap! And you can control Dennis Rodman, who's the most outlandish and like out like nowhere personality. Yeah, they were holy. And you can control him. Yeah, they Goat. love the guy. Goat. Like I think Phil Jackson and Dennis Rodman will be the only player-coach relationship that will be like, hey, coach, I need 48-hour vacation to Vegas Dude, to Dude, get my would, mind right that would be during the season. Vegas Chase would have to make a comeback. If you, <laughs> I'm telling you right now, right now, if I, if, I, if I played during that time, if I literally played during that time and I was somewhat like an outlandish character like Dennis Rodman and you gave me 48 hours in Vegas, Vegas Chase would burn that city to the ground. I'm just okay, saying. He basically did. He spent like, yeah. what, eight, what was it, like 80 or sorry. Not 92 hours in, in Vegas. Yeah. So you got to think about that. Think, think about it from my perspective. You guys know all the, the folklore and the crazy stories of Dennis Rodman and Vegas Chase when he's out there. We're practically the same person, me and Dennis Rodman. <laughs> out in Vegas. I'm just saying. We're wild men. We're wild. You can't tame us. You're wild not, not going to find us for three days. Maybe four days. You just never know. But we're going to come back, and we're going to be better than ever. Best believe it, ladies and gentlemen. 
And then he, you know, Rodman comes or Jordan goes out and gets him. Rodman comes back, and then all he does is put in work. He gets better. He works through the season. You would never. I don't think we will ever see that kind of mentality in sports. Well, yeah. obviously, because no one is going to have a job if they ask a coach for a forty-eight vacation, forty-eight hour vacation to Vegas. Absolutely, Carmen Electra. Exactly. Carmen Electra in her prime. Yeah, my guy had pink lime green hair, leopard print hair, even though it turned out to be 33s, and all this other shit. And he was banging Carmen Electra in her prime. Shoot, she's still in her prime, dude. Dude, she still got her fastball. Look at her now. There's a little, there's a couple years she fell off, but now, oh, whoo, hmm. Yeah, she's. Uh, I just got to chill my back, and then I got hot at the same time. <laughs> Good times. But, yeah, so the last thing has been a lot of fun, and I just I can't wait for it. Yeah. I just can't wait dude, to watch and, it all, and then binge watch it as soon as it comes back yeah, out. Yeah, and like like we said last night, dude. It's like when we record uh, comparing Jordan, LeBron, and stuff. It's just like they're in two different eras, and like you know, people are saying that Jordan played postman. They didn't play postman. Like they, it was like you know, it was a very physical league, and. NBA is adapt to where it is now. It's still a physical league, but everybody's a lot more skilled. It's a but lot safer. If you're going to sit there and tell me Bill Russell's the greatest all the time because so he's got 11 championships, my guy's playing postman. Come on, shut the fuck up. Really? No. Come on. It's like, yeah, I guess that I mean, no, dis- no disrespect. You got, you got 11 titles. That's great. You're one of the all-time greats, but put him in the Jordan era. Put him in today. I- I'm sorry. It's just Russell probably still, is win- probably still yeah. win six in Jordan era. Yeah. Probably still yeah. Yeah. Four to six, and but he's not, not going to win eleven. No, yeah, no. not in my opinion. Yeah. And the thing like, is, dude, like the thing is, if like if you put LeBron and Jordan back in their time, they're going to average ninety points a game. They're going to have twenty championships each. Yeah. Period. No, no matter where you put them, <laughs> if you put them together, yeah, in whatever area you want to put them, it's greatest team of all time. Not even going to be close. Yeah, they're like Jordan. Jordan's probably the ultimate scorer, followed by Kobe. Um, and but like if you're going to talk about best all around, you got to go Jordan. LeBron one A one B. It's just yeah. it's just point blank fact. And you can flip them either and one. It's, and yeah, dude. And it's no disrespect to Kobe or anybody else before him or like Tim Duncan. Tim Duncan's Mr. Fundamental. The guy just he just won. Yeah, but you, you, you can't put him winner. in the same category as Jordan and LeBron and Kobe. Like like I said, like you got Jordan and LeBron one A one B, right? And you got Kobe who's like a distant third, but he's still in that picture. RIP to him. He's one of the like, goats. Yeah, all three of them. Can score at any given or could score at any given yeah. time, no yeah. matter where they are on the court, they will score. But well, here's the, Kobe and Jordan, I think, are were are score first. Yeah, I'm going to score right now. And then right. while LeBron is, who's open? Who's going to get the best shot? How can I make team my player. team, team yeah. score right now? Wasn't a team player until Phil jerked a knot in his tail. That's yeah. basically how it was. The, tri- yeah, well, the exactly. triangle had to. He had to change a little Attitude. bit with that triangle offense. Yeah. Attitude. Uh, and the thing is, you got four, you got four dominant players that you can consider the most dominant players in NBA history. One, Jordan, LeBron, Kareem, and then probably Magic Johnson would be the, would be the four, give or take, right? Right. So, and then you got to think, and then you got like the pure scores. So you would put Jordan in that category. You would put Kobe in that category. You know, and you put a, a few others in that in that same thing. But it's like the whole thing is. Is it's always going to be their different area eras, but they're going to bring up the championships. Well, if you're saying championships, it's the, the league's no, different. The, the league's different than it is now. 
Yeah, yeah. It was, yeah. you can make excuses for yeah. both sides. Or yeah, whatever. they weren't they weren't shooting ninety three pointers all the time. Uh, yeah, yeah. They, they weren't sure. There there weren't players that were shooting well, here, 10 to 15 three pointers a game. Yeah. You know. Here's my thing to kind of validate both Jordan and LeBron's greatness separately. I mean, this is one way to look at it. On the Jordan side of things, just they the thing about this, they literally had to put a team together in the Pistons that played football in a basketball game to stop yep. him. They yep. couldn't stop him in, in a basketball game, so they had to stop him in a football game. Yeah, right. And on the yeah. and on yeah, I mean, it's not even fair. And then on the LeBron side of things, be in there. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. And then from LeBron, I mean. The, the Warriors had to go out and get Kevin Durant. I mean, yeah. like it's just like both players the demand Celtics so had to much. Go and form their big three, big four, yes. whatever you want yeah. to call it. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, Celtics. some people have that. Oh, LeBron had to join Miami to beat the Celtics. No, 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 no. We did. Celtics formed the big three to first. beat LeBron. Yeah, they you know, did it. Like, first. Yeah, you know? they did it. First. And the and the Cavs botched that first LeBron stint so bad they never they put any did. talent around them. Like LeBron's so one, young. One dude and still – fuck Kevin Garnett. Yeah. Fuck him for trying to say that he scared LeBron out of Cleveland. Fuck no, that. He didn't. that dude no, he didn't. LeBron ain't scared of nobody. The Celtics Kevin... lost to the Magic in 2009 in the playoffs. Really? Yeah. Dwight yeah, Howard and a bunch of nobodies. That's who they exactly. lost. Dwight Howard, yeah, Dwight Howard, that freaking series, averaged like 28 and like 15. Like he, like dude, LeBron, he was the only guy they had. Yeah, he, LeBron he, went to Miami because he Jameer is best Nelson. friends with Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh. They all three wanted to play together because they're tight, they're homies, they're boys. They wanted to play together. Simple as that. Right. But if Kevin Garnett wants to talk all that level of shit, but if it was just Kevin Garnett and Ray Allen, guess what? LeBron would have won. If it was just Kevin Garnett and Paul Pierce, LeBron would have won. If no. it was just Garnett and Rondé, however you want to combine that, if it isn't all four of those guys, yeah, they exactly. lose – to a kid who is our age right now. Yes. Those grown men couldn't beat a fucking kid. No. And could you imagine? You like, I couldn't imagine being LeBron James, third year in the league, going against the San Antonio Spurs with their big three. And you have Zodronis Galskis. I could never say his name. Zodronis. As Don't you sitting, dare disrespect Big Z like that. I can't Get say Big Z's name right. I have right. never been able to say his name. And Eric Snow, you know, it's like, that's your dude. Oh, yeah, Eric Snow. Booby Gibson, the goat. Booby Gibson. I, I love Booby. Booby is awesome. Was like, yeah. That's the best nickname ever. I was there like, is. you know, that that's that's part of your starting five right there against the San Antonio Spurs with their big three? Okay. And Wally yeah. Zerbiak, baby. Yeah, I do miss Big Z. I do miss him. LeBron led a team of Big Z and role players. And really, however you consider Big Z's career, Z was awesome. Z's a Cleveland legend. Z is, I I think 11's retired in Cleveland now. It is. is. Z's a legend. I'm pretty sure it was last year. Uh, Z's a legend. And, you know, he played well in Miami too. But, you know, you could argue what kind of role Z is in the NBA, and the rest of them, there's zero debate. Wally Zerbiak was a sharpshooter. Eric Snow was a lockdown point guard. Right. Drew Gooden was a face-up four. Yep. Gooden, yep. Yeah. <laughs> these guys are these guys are also average to above average at what they do. And then you got that one kid from Akron, Ohio, who instilled so much goddamn fear into the league that teams started having to load up with four stars instead of three, yeah. which has always been a thing. I hate the fact that people try to say LeBron started super teams. That is like, no, it's no, no, not no, his fault. Not true. That no, is not, not his fault. fault. If you want to get to the Spurs, did it the first. 
If yeah. you want to get mad, get mad at Pat Riley for being a good GM. There's nothing wrong with it, dude. And like Kobe had prime Shaq, Robert Ory, Derek Fisher. The list goes on. I and then you, how, it's crazy. It's crazy. I love how these people will be online, like talking about how super teams are destroying sports and blah, 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 blah. Meanwhile, they're like 312 pounds with like Cheetos like on their shirt. And then you go like to check out like their NBA, like 2K, like fit teams. And it's like, yeah, man, I went to free agency. I added Kevin Durant. You know, he's on my bench, but like, yeah, yeah I yeah. added him. Yeah, their overalls are like 97, 97, 97, 96, 94, 93, 92. And they're like, yeah, I, I got, you know, Chris Paul playing two minutes off the bench because, you know, I wanted to get him minutes because he's good. Like, fuck off. Like, if you're a GM and somebody tells you, hey, you have three really talented guys, you want a fourth, are you going to say no? Right. Like, no, we're good. And, we're and, and here, here's the most underrated stat about LeBron. I would say this to um, dead in my grave. The guy came back from 3-1. Against a seventy-three and nineteen, the dynasty basically a juggernaut. Yeah, apparently the up. greatest team of all time. And he fucked them up. What if I told you one man instilled so much fear into a seventy-three win team? Yep. That they had to add the closest second to him in the See, NBA. Like I'm not, I'm not arguably uh, the greatest scorer in this era, right? I now. think, I think Kevin Durant's a pure scorer. Like he's one of the best scorers of all time, but he's the biggest bitch of, in of all time. Literally, yeah, he's probably the biggest, the biggest trick, no doubt. But you have to go join Steph Curry, Draymond Green, and Clay Thompson, yeah. the Splash Brothers, two greatest shooters in history, other than Ray Allen, and then yourself, and then one, and then Draymond Green, who thinks he's Dennis Rodman, even though he's like <laughs> Dennis Rodman is the biggest. Dennis Rodman is what Draymond Green. I would love to watch. I would love to yeah. watch a celebrity death match between Dennis Rodman and Draymond Green. It'd be over in thirty seconds. Dennis Rodman would tear his head all, off and throw into the crowd. Would have to do is look. Yeah, all Roman would have to do is look Draymond in the eyes, and Draymond would go crying. Bro, yeah, one's and, a real tough guy, one's a fake tough guy. Exactly. And then Draymond said, "All Kevin Durant had to say is, oh, you know, he just wanted to leave.' Bro, you wouldn't have done anything. Kevin Durant's like seven foot tall; he would have just stiff jabbed you from nine miles away. Exactly. But, dude, the thing is, is he, is he could not beat. He couldn't beat LeBron. He couldn't beat anybody else when he was with the suit. Like they had literally James Harden, Russell Westbrook, and and Kevin Durant, and they couldn't get past anybody." And then all that team split up, and then he figured it was just me and Westbrook, but we can't get anybody else. So I'm gonna go join the Warriors real, real quick. Yeah, BRB. Yeah, let me go join. The Part Warriors. of what gets lost in that too is they were one game away from beating the Warriors too. Exactly, and they chose. They were up three-one, and yeah. they chose. They were up three. Yeah, exactly. They had. If you can't chances. get it done, and when you're up three-one, and you have Russell Westbrook riding shotgun with you, and you're at home for two of those games or whatever, and you can't win one of them, then you're just not good enough. Who's basically averaging a double? Who's basically averaging a double? Yeah, even the I Rockets part of the with just James too, Harden though. and Chris Paul, you know, could have destroyed the Warriors. But Chris Paul got hurt. Twenty eighteen Rockets would have. Twenty eighteen Rockets would have beat him if Chris Paul would have got hurt. Exactly. But whatever. No one. Chris, Paul's, part of Chris Paul's one of those guys who gets the worst injuries at the worst times. Always will. He does. Always he's, will. He's a goat too. He's a great point guard. Great point guard. Sorry, Chris. And uh, there was part of the problem with the Thunder team that year too. We just mentioned that he had Russ riding shotgun. I don't think Russell wanted to ever admit that he was riding shotgun. No, no he didn't. I, I think not that at all. A lot, that had to go a lot. Russ and KD, you know, other than after he left, they never really had their you know on court spats, or it seemed like in their personal relationship had a spat. Yeah, but I imagine playing with Russ is difficult. Uh, they, yeah, I'm sure. Russ Russ puts up his numbers, and Russ is good and everything. 
But one one thing that really told me that is guys like Ennis Cantor, guys like DeMontis Sabonis, after they leave from playing with Russ, their rebounding numbers go up significantly. Yep. And yeah, Russ gets a lot of his own boards. I'm not going to be one of those people who tries to claim that people clear it out for Russ to get boards because if that was no. the case, Stephen Adams wouldn't have any kind of role in the NBA. He wouldn't have a $100 million about. contract. Yes, yeah. exactly. Stephen Adams clearly gets his. Russ gets his own. But it, Russ is so – Russ is one of those guys that I question how truly, how much he truly wants to win. He he can say he wants to win, and he really probably does. But I think Russ would rather win if he gets a triple double. Russ he's is so explosive that he's always going for the ball and doesn't care who's around him. You, you do guys like Dennis Rodman. Dennis Rodman, you truly knew he wanted to win because Dennis Rodman could score zero points and have twenty. And he had, yeah, 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 and he has. Yep. As long as he won, and as long as he felt like he was in your head. He had the best day ever. Yeah. I think Russ wants to win on his terms. Russ wants to win as long as Russ looked good doing it. And that's right. that's it. I think that had a lot to do with KD leaving. Because uh, KD's way better than Russ. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's a, he's a seven-foot scorer. Like, he's a basically yeah. a seven-foot point guard. Yeah, seven-foot seven foot point guard, too, yeah. And can it, shoot from anywhere. It wasn't like the LeBron and Kyrie situation where, like, no, it, you could justify Kyrie having the ball on a clutch situation over LeBron. It, mm-hmm. To me, if you have Kevin Durant on the court, it doesn't matter what other four guys you got on your team, with the exception of when he was with the Warriors. Even when the War- even when he was with the Warriors, he was the guy who had the ball on his hands. <laughs> yep. Steph yeah. Curry and Clay looked at that and they're like, "We need a big shot." Here you go, buddy. <laughs> yeah, here, take your shot for this. You're not See, that's, that's the other thing that makes me mad about the the MJ LeBron argument. Saying LeBron's not clutch. LeBron always looks for the open man, no matter yeah. what time is on the clock. Is, though, and the thing is, though, he has more game winners than Jordan does. Yeah, it's like, he also you know, more, if, if he's, he's open, if he, yes, exactly. It's like he'll take the shot if he feels like he can make it, but if he feels like he can't make it or someone else is open, if he sees something, he will go to that guy. Right. He's I always remember. done that. I still remember this during the 2017 finals. I, it was the first year without Kyrie. He was like, what? LeBron had the ball late in the situation. The Cavs were down by one. Uh, he drove in, and the Warriors sent three guys after him. They yeah, collapsed just immediately. It. He yeah. kicked it to the corner. Not that this is the important. He kicked it to Kyle Korver. <laughs> yeah. One of the best shooters of all time. But, and no you, you, make your, you make your top five shooters list. Kyle Korver's got to be somewhere in your top five. He kicks it to Kyle Has Korver, to who is wide open. Wide open. Yeah. Korver misses it. Yeah, if Corver makes that shot, which he will do eighty percent of the time, a wide open corner three. I don't know what the, the literal exact number is for Kyle Corver on open threes from the corner in his career, but it's got to be really fucking high. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Well, and, and and it's like and then, and the thing that you bring that up is like, yeah, he had Kyle Corver, he had a strong shooter, and then Jordan had John Paxson, and it was like they were they were drawing the in the double team, and you'll see that in the documentary. And he was just he was kicking cross court to John Paxson. And if you didn't have John Paxson on that side, and you had a mediocre shooter at best. Blown Ain't out. No way. Yeah. He was blown away. out. And that's the yeah. thing. Like that's what people don't take into consideration because they're blind to the whole th- Jordan and LeBron debate that they don't think about the players around them. Okay, yeah. like jo- Jordan had Pippen and Rodman to make him better. I'm not saying that that's because he made him the goat. It just elevated his game. And it's the same thing with LeBron. Yeah, he had Kyrie, Kevin Love, and he's had you know Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh to elevate him. Right. But you gotta think if he didn't if he didn't have Ray Allen in that corner making that clutch three against San Antonio, 
We're not sitting here talking about this. We're not talking about this at all. And then Mar- Mario Chalmers, God bless him, uh, you know, he had made a clutch Mario shot. Chalmers. <laughs> <laughs> if Mario Chalmers is in, in a basketball contest, contest in a basketball basketball contest. Shout out to Stephen A. We love you. Um, Go. Go. No, it's like if you don't have like, you know, Mario Chalmers coming up clutch and a couple random shots or lay ins, and then you have Kyrie with that. In that little beautiful step back, I love that it was in Steph's face. It made uh, it made my entire life when I'm my dying grave. Yeah. Even though even though Kyrie went to Duke, shout out to North Carolina, uh, UNC, not Duke. Um, but anyway, that step back three. Are you kidding me? Oh, gold, Are you man. kidding? Me? It was gold. I, I'm, yeah, replaying whenever, it right now. Whenever he hit that shot, my 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 voice box went out because I was screaming so loud. Yep, I lost my voice. Mid thing, it was like, oh, that's what it sounds like. You, you want to talk about best sporting moments of your life, dude? <laughs> that's, oh that's my God. Unbelievable! Unbelievable! That's, like it for me, like the you know, best sporting moments of my life. That totally one is in. number one, yeah. and then just like totally twenty feet of three. dirt before you get to like game one sixty two on Gloria's home run. Like, <laughs> yeah, and, it, and, it, and it's like, then it's like for me, it's like when the Cubs won the World Series. I was like, oh boy, I cried in my, I cried in my apartment in my college apartment. Cried it. I was so happy. Yeah, and then, like, Connor knocking out Jose Aldo in 13 seconds. Unbelievable. Yeah, that was awesome. That was a good moment. Too. It's, th- it's things you're never going to see again. Yeah. I mean, with, like the, the, first well, with, the, well, with the people that you like. Yeah, that too. Um, <laughs> that's not going to happen anytime soon. Yeah, but, no, it's it, it, dude, like you can't just sit here and say, well, you know, they had a lot of players to help them. Everybody has help. It doesn't fucking matter, dude. Yeah. Look, okay, it doesn't, it doesn't matter who your teammates are. They sign there. They sign there. Or they trade. Here's what happened in the in Jordan's first two or three years. This is what happened when he didn't have any players. They were like thirty and fifty-two. They were right. horrible. Yeah. But yeah. somehow they managed to make the playoffs. Yeah. Somehow, yeah. and the then AC. somehow he managed to go off for sixty-three against the Celtics. It's like yeah. And when this, the scoring that, Yes, that is what happens when you don't have players. That right, right there is what happens. Right. Well, There's and then and then. Yeah, it's like, and then like the whole argument with Kobe. Like, yes, he was a great player, but he was a shitty teammate. He was a shitty teammate. He could be. He could be. R.I.P. to him. I'm not disrespecting him. It's just point like facts. You know, and that's what that's like the whole divide with Shaq. Shaq was the most dominant player during that era, and it wasn't even close. Yeah. yeah. And you're not going to feed guy. the big man. You're not going to yeah. feed him down low. Dude, I would be averaging 38 assists a game because I would just be passing to him all the time. I'd just be like, here you go. No one could stop him. You, it was physically <laughs> impossible I, to stop I would, him. Honestly, I'd just say, fuck my points. Here you go, bro. Yeah. It's like, him. unless you fouled him every single time he touched the ball because oh, his field goal percentage was four. And, and the thing is, <laughs> and the thing is, you have three people on LeBron trying to stop him, and he still goes through and lays it in. It's the same yeah. thing I checked it. Or like, Jordan would have three people on him. He'd kick out and have a wide-open guy. Yeah. It's just being a smart basketball player. That's all it is. And people just – they lose their mind over this Michael Jordan versus LeBron James debate. They don't think of the outside factors. They think, here it is. Jordan did this. He won six championships. LeBron's got three. That's it. Okay, if you're counting championships, then Bill Russell's a goat. And he's got 11 against Postman. Shut the fuck up. When I make yeah. when I make the argument for Jordan over LeBron, I actually use things that are relevant. I don't you look at to. the championships. You I don't look to. at the championships. You he, I look at things like – I actually wrote down a few things for this, but oh, I, wrote, I look, I look at things. Yep, all right, you ready for this one? Ready yeah. for this one? All right. So yeah, I look at things like scoring average. Jordan's got a three-point scoring average edge. I look at things like PER. Jordan's got the PER advantage. Right. I look yeah. at things like free throw percentage. Jordan's got the free throw percentage. 
Jordan's a three-time steals champion. LeBron's never won his steals title. He's a one-time defensive player of the year. LeBron's never won that. More regular season MVPs, more scoring titles, more all-defensive teams, more – I mean, that's what I look at. Like, I don't look at, okay, well, he's got six titles. Well, like, it's like you said, if Bill Russell has 11 titles, then everybody must just think he's the GOAT, right. and he's not. I mean, you could say he's top 10, maybe top five, but I look at things a little bit more specific than just championships. Yeah, yeah. I think I look at Dark championship. Did Darko huh? get one? Did Darko get one when he got drafted to the Pistons? Uh, when was that? Would have been oh three, and they won in oh four. So yeah, 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 yeah Darko yeah. got it because they somehow got the second overall pick after winning the championship. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Darko yeah. was the first person from that draft class to get a championship. Which is wild. The championship argument is so it's it's so it's just relevant. played out. It's, it's just played out yeah. now, dude. Because like you could just sit there and be like, well, Steve Kerr is the Best of all time. Robert yeah. Ory. Horace Grant. Robert Ory, yeah. Lamar Odom, before he was on crack. Yeah. yeah. Who's on crack? We <laughs> <laughs> will say that Lamar Odom's jersey is definitely retired in a Vegas brothel right now. Got it. Oh, Smith was a goat for saying that like he did, though. Yeah. Phil Jackson's first move as executive of the Knicks was to hire Lamar Odom, who was on crack. <laughs> Oh, I, I love, love that. I love, I love when he goes on rants and stuff like that. But dude, you know, it's like you can't like I get like with Jordan's stats and everything and all that, but the yeah, defensive player like the defensive player of the year though, like the one thing I will say, it's it's always gonna go to a taller guy now. Like Rudy Gobert. Yeah. Rudy Gobert is like no, seven yeah. with like a seven eight wingspan. So of course he's gonna be able to block shots from yeah, under the guy with less blocks, you know. Yeah. Dude, he can go from the block and block you from the like t- like literally at the top of the key. Yeah. With like one step, because he's just so tall, and his, his arms almost touch the top of the backboard when he reaches up. Yep. And then it's just like that's the thing; they're always going to go to the taller person who averages more blocks, more defensive, you know, interferences. Like kind of you make you make their shots miss and everything. Mm-hmm. It's going to be difficult for LeBron, who's only six, you know, six eight, six nine, against a guy who's seven one with a seven eight wingspan. It's it's a whole different. But thing. when LeBron does have a block, it's during a big time moment. It's and it's a like huge drop. You can't tell me that that the block on Iguodala, if that does, if that if that layup goes in, that's a whole different momentum. Oh, different that is, that is the they do not win that game if LeBron does not block that shot. No, that was the best guaranteed. defensive player. I've ever seen. That was the best defensive play I've ever seen. One thousand speed on that. He came from the far corner. Oh, it tracked comes down out of nowhere. Yes, who are considered a quick. Yeah, honestly, LeBron's more than forty flat. I'm just saying. Even, even uh, let's Put let's look at there. their size comparison to Jordan in his prime to LeBron in his prime. Jordan six six two fifteen. LeBron six yep. eight. What was he two sixty? Yeah, and running a four four forty. So the size of an outside linebacker running cap, a four a body cap percentage of four percent, which is unheard of. That's that's it's like, dude, the guy is a monster. He's an alien. He is not yeah. human. And you got Dwight Howard, who's six eleven and has is two seventy five and is six percent body fat. Yeah, yeah. So I'm ten pounds heavier, but two percent body fat heavier. And thinking yeah. about comparing eras a little bit more, like well, I know how we always try to do that hypothetical stuff, and it's so hard to do, but like. Obviously, both guys would have fit in in different eras. Obviously, right. oh, I mean, I don't yeah, think no there's no there's no doubt about that because Jordan had 2020 athleticism in 1984, and yeah, LeBron right. yes. LeBron could yeah. literally go in the 80s or 90s and he could win just like he anybody else has ever won. Yeah, I mean, it's it's just 
Yeah. It's just like we're kind of ridiculous to think that one couldn't play in a certain era. Right. Now, would it be different? One B. One I mean, would it be yeah. would it be different? And would there be different circumstances? Sure, because back then they rare they rarely ever shot the three. Never. But, yeah. And now, and they actually worked guys into the paint, and now nobody cares about the paint, and all everybody does is shoot three. So it's different yeah, got, in that aspect. Yeah, you have sinners practicing threes. Yes. Yeah, and both guys are such. Both guys have such high basketball IQ, and they're, they're maybe the two smartest players on the court oh, and off time. the court that's ever yeah. played. So I obviously, talk. they're going to adapt. They're going to adapt. Yeah. I mean, come on. I, I will say this, though. I, I will say when Jordan said that Kobe's the only one that can beat him, I, I disagree with that because I think LeBron would absolutely have a chance, have a fight, dog in that fight. I also think if you go back to whenever LeBron, LeBron – did that dunk and stared him down on that dunk before he did it. Yeah. He's like, run that documentary right now. Kobe's better than he is. Let's just put it that way. But yeah. I, think, <laughs> I, think, I think Jordan is always going to be kind of, I wouldn't say Jordan always had something against LeBron. He always, always had something, had something against him. Because LeBron is better all around. Like, he's an all around complete player. Now, Jordan had the killer mentality. He's a better scorer. He, he did a lot of things a lot better than LeBron. But it's two different eras. Like we said, it's completely two yeah, different yeah. eras. But you, honestly, I think there's a little – I'm not saying a lot, but about that much jealousy between Jordan and LeBron because Jordan knows LeBron is right there in the coattails. If he gets a couple more championships – Big conversation. We're going to be so, talking big so, conversation. I don't, I don't want, I'm not saying this is a disrespect to MJ. That I love MJ. MJ will always be towards the top of my list. But with the whole kind of weird little tongue-in-cheek kind of thing with LeBron – I've thought this in other sports too. You know, when you're a guy who's at the top and you see these other guys coming up and you, you want to support them and you do support right. them, until every now and then somebody runs up who genuinely does have a chance to be better than you. Right. And you realize yeah. it. Like, I, I think Jordan looks at a lot of these guys and he's like, man, these guys are great. Good for you guys, but I'm so better. Yeah. Like, <laughs> no, no, no. I'm, then I'm I, I feel like when well, the older players. Up, it wasn't that Jordan thinks he is. I, I, Jordan has every reason to believe he's the best player of all time. Literally every reason to. But I think yep. LeBron kind of showed up and Jordan was like, oh. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Okay. It's Damn. That, wow, good. that was good. You're, you're how old? <laughs> yeah, he does what at Well, and, Le- and LeBron, LeBron set his sights on Jordan early. I mean, he yes. used 23. He did the powder toss. Like, he made it clear that that was his big influence, and he was yeah. he was going to try to model a lot of his game after Yo. MJ, and just like Kobe did. Kobe was almost a carbon copy of MJ for a while. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So like and if the, you're MJ, you can look at that one of two ways. You can look at those guys doing that as one of two ways. You can look at that as respect, or you can look at that as, like, a challenge. As mockery. Or brash, or kind of yes. brashness. Yeah, or disrespectful. Like, there's yeah, a lot of ways to look at it, I guess. But I think that Jordan looked at Kobe's as, all right, he's modeling himself after me. That's, that's awesome. Good for you. Yeah, man. that's cool. Whereas yeah. he looked at LeBron copying the stuff that didn't really have much to do with the game. Like, True. he was just copying the stuff that, like, Jordan did. And Jordan probably felt like, dude, that's my thing. Like, yeah. Come yeah. on. Well, let's be honest. LeBron's more my, LeBron is more Magic Johnson than he is Michael Jordan. Let's, oh, yeah. let's just more call it like it is. Facilitator than it, it's not even, yeah. The crazy shit is LeBron's more like Magic, but his scoring numbers are going to be past all of this. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. It, and I, I agree with you. It, 
he is way more like Magic. He's a better version of Magic. No right. offense to Magic. Magic's. I'm not saying Magic is overrated. I don't want to throw that word in there. No, but best point. Magic, Magic, played, yeah, he's, he's wait, Magic is still a goat. Oh yeah, he's, he's whenever the first you watch Magic, there ever was. He was the first point forward there ever was. Yeah. Whenever Literally. you watch Magic highlights, it was a lot of him being bigger than the other point guard. Yeah. And then every now and then teams would switch big guys onto him, and yeah. he would just kind of blow by most of them. But every now and then you get a big a big guy with enough lateral quickness to stay in front of him. Right. Well, you don't see a lot of those highlights. Yeah, like not Rodman was, yeah, Rodman versus I, Magic. Yeah. yeah. Magic was literally the epitome of mismatch these days. Yeah, yeah. Hey, you want to talk about mismatch? Oh my god, that that was the definition of it. You got a point guard who's that tall that can move that fast and plays like a center. Hey, come on, okay. it's like having, Earl, it's like having like Earl Boykins on LeBron. Yeah. <laughs> it's like also no offense to Magic, but there's a lot of guys like that who are now kind of like role players. Kristaps Porzingis yeah. is awesome, but Kristaps Porzingis is like a seven foot three guard. Yeah, and he's just kind of you know, he's middle of the pack, yeah, or right a little middle. above middle of the pack in the NBA today. Right. Uh, so it, the eras are so strange. Uh, Bill Ambeer, guys like yeah. that, that were really good back then. Could any of those guys guard a guy like Zion? <laughs> Could any yeah. of them score more than fifteen points a game? Yeah, yeah. It's, First of all, I will say this: Bill Ambeer would punch the shit out of Zion. Uh, that, that's all. <laughs> oh yeah, and I would yeah, love every second yeah. of it. With, with normal rules. <laughs> Could could somebody like that? Because Charles Barkley was really really good back then. Add somebody's yeah. athleticism onto a guy like Charles Barkley. Yeah. Which, to be quite honest, that's kind of what Zion is. But like uh, the eras are so different. It's it's so crazy. Yeah. There, those guys are definitely different breeds back then. This is also a social media thing too. I think, yeah. anyways, personally, because everything that anybody says today gets put all over social media and gets critiqued. You could literally say. I love puppies, and yeah. then there would be some news article that People. says that like LeBron James kills kittens because he yeah. said he likes puppies. Like, yeah, and yeah. that's just, that's that's how social media works. Social media exactly. fucking sucks. So my, the my media last, fucking sucks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my last comment. Okay, oh, yeah, go ahead. You go ahead. You go ahead. Uh, okay, all right. My last comment on the subject is all right, the last two comments, I guess. I think. Jordan looked at Kobe differently because they played against each other and they had multiple battles against each other while Jordan was gone by the time LeBron was coming in and everyone was hyping up LeBron and being like, he's the next Jordan. And then Jordan's kind of probably looked at it like, well, no, I think in my opinion, the next me I already played against is Kobe and already have respect for him because I played against him and he blah, 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 blah. While then, you know, as chat was saying, it was like LeBron, Jordan saw LeBron and they're like, oh shit, all right, this guy's how old and he's doing this already? Motherfucker. Oh, nope, that I don't is, like that guy. You know, it's like in this day and age, nope, I don't like him. Or, yeah, yeah, whatever. I think that Kobe is, is the next me. That's a, thing, really, right? that's a really interesting point, too. And then, like, you, you, these guys play at the same time, too. If Jordan and yeah. LeBron played at the same time, it would no longer be he's the next Jordan. It would just be, this guy's Michael Jordan, this guy's LeBron. Yeah. But mm-hmm. because they don't play together because yeah. they play in different eras. That's right. it. I yeah. never, I like, never thought about if that. You, yeah. If Whenever, you switch, when, yeah. if you switch Kobe with LeBron, let's say like LeBron came in when Kobe did and Kobe came in when LeBron did. Just imagine that. And then it, it like chat, just exactly what chat just said. It Jordan, LeBron, that's it. Yeah. That, that's did, why people. Allen Iverson was six, five. That that's also true, and not injury prone. That, that's why people compare Jordan yeah, and Kobe, but they don't literally call them 
the same person. Like they, right. they look at those two guys as like a close similarity, but they played against each other, so people always had that thing to distinguish the two of them. Right. Right. People don't have – whenever LeBron retires and Giannis starts taking over the league, it's going to be this guy's the next LeBron. No, the fuck, he's not. Yeah. He's, huh. he's the first Giannis. LeBron is the first LeBron. Jordan was the first Jordan. Kobe was the first Kobe. Yeah. Right. There, there's no – there's no other way to turn that. No. You it's unfair that. to every yeah. person that you do that to. It's unfair yeah. to the person that you're doing it to, and it's unfair yeah. to the older athlete. It's, it's yeah. incredibly unfair for those guys. You can sure. call their similarities the same, but guess what? They're, they're their own entity. Jordan was his own entity. LeBron's his own entity. Giannis is his own entity. Magic Johnson is his own entity. Fucking Craig Elo is his own entity. <laughs> Craig <laughs> Craig Dottie out there. My, la- my last point is we er, we've all seen the look LeBron has when he is, you know, this is my time. I am taking over the game. It's absolutely terrifying. Right? So imagine yeah. if LeBron had that look every single game. Because that's what in if, from this documentary. That's what I think Jordan had is that look. Every single game, I I will dominate you. Not me as a team, I will dominate you. Me. While LeBron is, yeah. you know, we will win, my team will win, and I will help them win. But then playoff LeBron comes around, and he's like, no, I will go through you. Yeah, it's, it's like if, you one, yep. you piss me off, two, we're losing, or three, I just want to put you away to embarrass you and your family. So I'm going to, like, literally run you out of town kind of thing. Ultimate right. winners. The biggest he put Jason Terry in a coffin. He put yeah. Jason Terry's career in a coffin on one guy. Nope. <laughs> one, one of the biggest flexes I've ever seen in a live game was when Terry Rozier said that he was going to get LeBron one year. Because the year before, Terry Rozier tried to dunk on LeBron, and he got a chase down block. Yep. So Terry Rozier came into the, fi- or the Eastern Conference Finals, I think it was in 2018. It was LeBron's last year in Cleveland. And he had made some comments like, I'm going to get LeBron this series. I'm going to get him at some point. Well, six games come and go, never gets the opportunity. Game seven rolls around, and Rozier gets a fast break. LeBron's the only person back. And you can see it, like, in Rozier's eyes. Like, oh, boy, here we go. LeBron literally started to stutter step <laughs> just so he could match up with him speed for speed just to swat it. <laughs> yup. <laughs> it's like you can see it in his eyes, just like, Oh, he wanted to dunk on me. Let me slow down real quick. Yeah. <laughs> I was oh, like, man. hold on. Just to feel like he's got the chance yeah. and then pin it off the backboard. Right. Good times. Yeah. Good discussion. That was a great oh, yeah. that was a great debate. Great yes, it debate. was. But come to the end of the show. It sucks, but we'll be back Wednesdays and fr- Monday, Wednesday, Fridays. So recording. Uh yes, recording. Every, so it should be out every other day. Saturday. Um, yeah, exactly. And then next week, or, or no, not next week. Sorry, Wednesday, we're going to debate about Dennis Rodman's uh, haircut lady because she's got to be loaded. So join us, <laughs> join us on Wednesday, but it'll be out Thursday. So join us Tuesday, Thursday, Saturdays. You can listen in Spotify, Apple Music. You better be there. Andre, but confident, fellas, it's been a ride. What a hell of a show! We're back, season two, the comeback, baby. Let's go. Peace out, everybody. Go. Have a good night.